0: Jiminy Crickets. Jiminy Cricket is the name.
1: I'm a happy-go-lucky fellow. Always getting in wrong
0: for singing my song.
1: A merry old
0: soul am I.
1: Jiminy Cricket is
0: the name. I'll be hanging around this evening.
1: I'll be tipping my hat and telling you that. Jiminy Cricket is the name. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode number 102 of the Jiminy Crickets podcast. This week, we welcome back Will. How are you doing, Will? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, Chris and Ruthie? Good to be here. I'm doing great. And Ruthie, how are you?
2: I'm doing great, and I'm ready to go.
1: Well, this week, we're going to talk about Disney California Adventure, formerly Disney's California Adventure, for some reason they decided to drop the S at one point, (laughs) but um, we're going to do another Armchair Imagineering episode, and this week we're each going to redo Disney California Adventure, improve, tweak, completely change, whatever we want, the sky's the limit, and we have no budget constraints. Whatever we want to do, we can do. And uh, we have final approval on all creative decisions. (laughs) (laughs) So before we get started, we have a very special announcement. The Jiminy Crickets podcast proudly endorses Concierge Vacation Planners, a Disney-authorized specialty vacation planning service. Concierge doesn't just book your trip. They walk you through the entire process, helping you plan out every detail one-on-one to make the very most out of your vacation while saving you both time and money. And the best part is they charge nothing for their services. You will get the exact same pricing as if you booked your vacation directly through Disney. But in using concierge expertise, you've got the added bonus of having your very own personal Disney Guru Planner by your side. Both Ruthie and I are also satisfied customers and we just can't recommend them enough. Visit their website at www.conciers.com. That's www.conciers.com, as in Mouse Ears. So when you book your next Disney vacation, be it Walt Disney World, Disneyland, the Disney Cruise Line, or many of the other Disney destinations available worldwide, contact Concierge Vacation Planners. And be sure to tell them Disney Chris sent you. Well, Disney California Adventure has uh, been controversial over the years. Uh, Originally, when it first opened, it was a big dud, and uh, they cut corners... Uh, cost saving measures they basically did a low budget theme park next to one of the most elaborate and detailed theme parks in the entire world if not the most so contrasted with Disneyland next door Disney California Adventure was a pale comparison but over the years they put more money into it made a lot of improvements and California Adventure as it is today is a much better park than it was back in 2001 when it first opened. However, there are still issues that I have with California Adventure, things I would want to improve and change, and also some of the direction that the park is going in in uh, recent in the past year or so Uh, I feel like it's uh, they they took two steps forward and now they're taking ten steps back with the new direction they're going in with all these Pixar IPs and whatnot. So we decided that we would create a California adventure that is the ultimate California adventure and a much better and improved park the way we would want it to be so will has joined us because he loves to do armchair imagineering. in fact it was will that first suggested that we do armchair imagineering subjects on this podcast and so of course we had to invite him back for this session of armchair imagineering so we're each going to take a turn and do our Park the way we want to do it, and since Will is our special guest, I'll have you go first. Will, take it away. Ooh, the
3: pressure. <laughs> All right. So, just full disclosure to start, I love DCA. I've been to DCA once. It was 2007. I was in Anaheim for like five minutes, and I had a friend who was in DCA. I ran in to meet him. We shook hands. I didn't do anything. I saw a little bit of you know uh, Hollywood Land, and I kind of walked around for like a bit and saw you know what was Paradise Pier at the time, and then I was out of there and on my airplane back to Florida. So I I have been inside this park, but it has it's been a while. It's been eleven years. Um, I have of course you know as a Disney Parks fan, as a Disney fan, I have paid very close attention to everything that's going on in Anaheim over that over the years, and I love what they have done with this place. It's actually something I'm really excited to visit. In about three months, I'm going to Disneyland for the first time, you know, properly with my girlfriend and and with Todd and uh, with Rachel from Mouse Music. So I'm really excited about that, mainly for Disneyland, but also for DCA. I'm really excited to get in there and check it out. So having said that, I'm not going to change much about this place, but there are some things that I think would benefit this park as it stands today. One of the things that I would do is, starting with Hollywoodland, I would bring the great movie ride to Hollywoodland, because the one thing I did notice way back in 2007, when I did walk down that street, was how much better it seemed to do the MGM thing. Even better, dare I say, than MGM, even back then. It just felt more elaborate, which is odd considering that this park was, like you said, Chris, a very budget conscious, very, you know, on the cheap sort of expansion of the parking lot area of Disneyland way back in the day. So, I've always kind of felt like, and, and certainly from videos that I've seen recently, it just seems to be a better Hollywood Studios than even Hollywood Studios is at this point, which certainly people on the West Coast wouldn't uh, argue with, I, I, would, I would assume. Um, so, that would be the first thing I would do. I would, I would bring an updated version, because Chris, we've talked about this throughout the years. Before they closed The Great Movie Ride, we were on here talking about how we we thought, you know, we loved it, but we thought it desperately needed an update. So, I would take... The Great Movie Ride, I would bring it to DCA in Hollywoodland, I would update it, I would make it better, I would plus it, I would get rid of Tarzan. (laughs) That was the worst animatronic I've ever seen in my life, and that would be where I would start. The next thing I would do is I would, and this might upset some people, I would bring Star Wars Land to where Hyperion Wharf is. And, And the only reason why is I can't think of any other place to put it, and I just still to this day don't think it belongs in Disneyland, I never have. I never thought Star Tours belonged in Tomorrowland. I always thought it belonged in DCA. Call me crazy, but I just kind of feel like this is the park for Star Wars Land, much in the same way Star Wars Land is certainly gonna be a a wonderful addition here in Florida at uh, Hollywood Studios. So I would bring Star Tours and Star Wars Land to Hyperion Wharf. And I know it doesn't really make sense theming wise, but I think you could kind of theme it and stuff and make it nice and blah, blah, blah. So that would be one of the things I would do. I would also, I, you know, I thought about bringing Toy Story Land over here, but, but as someone who is going to be frequenting uh, the East Coast and the West Coast very soon, you know, a lot, um, I do like that there's a, a reason to go to each side of the country in terms of uh, Disney experiences. So, you know, I'd leave Cars Land here in, on the West Coast, and I would leave Toy Story Land on the East Coast, but I would certainly do some more theming. Um, I, I kind of feel like it's a mistake to have closed a Bugs Land, Although I understand why they did it and the whole Marvel thing I think is going to make sense, especially with, you know, the guardians of the galaxy ride and all of that uh, going in where it's going. But yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely play up the Pixar thing a little bit more. Maybe add one more ride, uh, a ride that I'd love to see in any park is the, uh, the crush coaster that we talked about way back in 2016, Chris, I think it was on our first armchair Imagineering episode um, where we designed, you know, parks and stuff like that. I think it was the perfect Disney... Par- I don't remember what it was, actually. What did we do on that episode?
1: I think we had... We designed our own Magic Kingdom. Our perfect version of the Magic Kingdom.
3: That's what it was, yeah. Well, I would bring I would bring uh, the real Pizza Planet to Pixar Pier. That's one thing I would do. I, th- I feel like that's just such a missed opportunity. I always have. I always will. I know we had a Pizza Planet here. It became Rizzo's thing. Um, I'm not a fan of Rizzo's thing. I wasn't a fan of Pizza Planet in Hollywood Studios. I really feel like they need to have a proper Pizza Planet that looks like the one in the movie with the claw machine and the aliens and the truck parked outside in DCA. I just feel like that would be such a great way to plus the area. And I feel like as better and better Pixar films come out, like Coco deserves a place in this park. I think uh, Coco will certainly be getting a place in Epcot very soon. Uh, But... Yeah, I just kind of feel like, you know, play up the Pixar more, bring Star Wars here, where it belongs. Uh, the Marvel thing, I can't wait to see what they're doing. I'm kind of gonna back off a little bit on Marvel because I don't really know what they're planning on doing with Marvel and DCA, but it seems like that'll be the place to go in a Disney park to experience Marvel, at least in America. So yeah, that's really all I got, man. I mean, I love the place. I love the the changes they have made to uh, what is now Pixar Pier. It's a beautiful area. Of course, Cars Land is amazing. The Grizzly Peak area, I still think should stay. I, I like that area. I didn't get a chance to go through it when I was there before, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, what I saw. <laughs> I know that used to be the icon of the park, uh, that Grizzly Mountain Range or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, that's really all I got. I, I, I don't have, un- I unfortunately don't have a lot to say because I, I don't have a ton of experience in the park. I love a lot of it as it is now, but yeah, those are the minor changes I would bring to uh, Disney California Adventure.
1: Well, great. You, um, we're going to have some duplications. I oh, won't good. give anything <laughs> away, but some of, well, particularly one of your ideas is on my list too. So when I do my version, we'll discuss how we both came up with the same idea. Great minds
3: think alike. They sure do, Chris. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Ruthie, you just got back from. California adventure. So I'm sure you have a lot to say about how you would want to improve it. So take it (laughs) away, Ruthie.
2: Well, I do really like the park. I've been going to DCA since it opened in 2001. I had an annual pass at that time. And so I actually got to go into the park before it opened with my annual pass and experience all the attractions. And i went on you ride?
1: wait a minute did you ride superstar limo
2: i did oh my goodness yes (laughs) i rode superstar limo i rode the um the wheel the fun wheel i rode um you know california screaming i rode all of them so yep i I don't really have a strong memory of superstar limo but i did ride it
1: you're still trying to forget
2: right (laughs) (laughs) so um you know i've been going to that park since it's opened and you know there's a lot of changes that have happened that some that i agree with and some that i don't but the one thing that i really feel about this park is that the name does not fit the park anymore it's no longer california adventure because it really doesn't have the california theme like it did when it opened I mean, literally every section of the park was themed to some area in California. So for me, it doesn't make sense to keep that name because it doesn't describe the park anymore. So that's where I'm starting. I'm changing the name. And then from there, I'm going to change different areas of the park to go along with my name. But my name is Disney's Animation Adventure. Hey. Uh. So... (laughs) So this park is only going to feature animation.
1: So all the rides are screens.
2: Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) No, just kidding. (laughs) So one of the the more recent changes that they've made that I really like is Buena Vista Street. I really like the way that they've upgraded this and really made it kind of old Hollywood-ish. So I'm not really going to change that. I'm going to keep that the same. I feel like it's a good way to enter the park. I, you know, I was just there walking down the street, and I actually really enjoyed being in that area. So there really isn't anything I'm going to change there. But what I'm going to do is kind of expand that same theming around to the right-hand side. So right behind, um, on the right-hand side of Buena Vista Street is Sorin. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to continue that same theming into that area, and I'm going to change Sorin. It's no longer going to be Sorin. Epcot can have Sorin. Uh-oh. California Adventure is not going to have Soren anymore.
0: Really? <laughs> Write your
1: emails yes. to
2: no. Lucy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to have is something that I consider would be better. And what this is going to be is going to be a theater and it's going to be like a circle vision theater. And it's going to have a movie called The Walt Disney Story featuring Walt Disney. And Uh you're gonna go into the Circle Vision Theater and it's gonna be a video of showing Walt's life from beginning to end, you know, obviously with certain highlights in his life, but we're gonna just, you know, learn about the man. The reason why we are even standing in a theme park, we need to learn about Walt Disney. And I really feel like that's one of the things that, that California Adventure is missing is a Walt connection. So that's why I wanted to bring it in. And then after you watch the Circle Vision movie, you're going to be moved into another theater where you're actually going to be, you're going to see an animatronic, an audio animatronic of Walt Disney. And he's going to be there and he's going to be talking and you're going to, he it's going to be his real voice, you know, and he's, you know, like the dedication of Disneyland. You're going to, he's going to say those words, the same words that we all have seen him you know say before and and the background is going to change as mm-hmm. it goes through different experiences and different things that he's speaking so you'll it'll be him sitting you know or standing either way um
1: will he will he um be sitting and then he'll rise and then they'll play battle him <laughs> of the republic
2: no no it's not going to be
1: <laughs> <laughs> great moments with walt disney
2: yes <laughs> similar but not exactly great the moments same.
1: with mr disney <laughs>
2: You know, it'll be like a, you know, a scene from the Disneyland show where he's explaining, you know, about the park. And so that the background will change to, you know, similar to what you would see if you were watching the show, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that. So it's going to just kind of give you more realistic experience of with Walt Disney. So they'll
1: have to find an actor who can mimic his voice. No, no.
2: I want to use his real audio clips.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. So we're just going to take his audio clips from different, you know, TV and, you know, radio appearances that he did in his lifetime and just use those. And so it's just, you know, kind of put a bow on the story of his life. And I know he would not like that. I know Walt Disney was not a fan of having his image, but we in this day and age, we need to remember him. And I feel like this is the best way to remember him. So that's one of the things that I'm gonna do, and so the rest of the way I'm gonna go kind of like clockwise in the park okay. onto onto Hollywood Land, mm-hmm. and I am going to completely retheme this area <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to okay. go along with my animation adventure, because it's Hollywood Land is no longer you know it, it no longer applies to this theme, so I'm going to make it into Monstropolis from Monsters Inc. So all the buildings are going to look just like they do in the movie. And so you're going to feel like you're Mike and Sully. You're living in M- Monstropolis and you, you know, there's going to be their apartment building. There's going to be the grocery spelled G-R-O-S-S, you know, everything the that they... The bar. Yes, there's going to be, <laughs> yep, I'm going to turn... Um, With the
1: octopus. <laughs> yep, the,
2: the restaurant there. Um, Well, it's not a restaurant. It's kind of like a... A stand There's like standard mm-hmm. shops, award wieners. It's right on the left. Um, when you walk down Hollywood land, I'm going to turn that into Harryhausen's and mm-hmm. I'm going to make this a very high end, like Asian restaurant. So this is going to be, you know, kind of next to Carthay circle. This is going to be a very high end exclusive restaurant. So you're going to need to make reservations to go in there. Mm-hmm. And so all of the different, Buildings are going to be just like right out of Monsters, Inc. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep the attraction that's there now, Monsters, Inc., Mike, and Sully to the rescue. I'm going to keep that. That's fine. It's good for all ages, that attraction. So I'm not going to do anything to that. And it tells the story of the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also going to keep the animation building that's across the way, but... Of course, the outside is gonna be changed, like just so it's still gonna look like the city, but you're just gonna be able to walk in and then it'll be the animation. And inside, it's still gonna have all of the screens and everything that you can see different clips from movies and things like that. It'll still be of all the movies, but inside I'm gonna change the presentations a little bit more to kind of focus it really on animation. So like right now they have like an animation academy where you can, you know, follow along as somebody draws an animated character. I'm going to still keep that because I think that's great. There's going to be, you know, meet and greets with uh, different, with all the different Monsters, Inc. characters, not just Mike and Sully. And then I'm going to have like a history of animation movie and a place where they can have like presentations so that, you know, like Disney Imagineers, you know, retired Disney Imagineers can come in and actually do a presentation in this theater area that and then people can you know buy tickets for and things like that to kind of get like a really exclusive you know presentation think kind of some of the types of things that they do at the um walt disney family museum those kind of things i really think that they need some somewhere in the southern california area where they do those kind of things and i think that this would be the perfect place Mm -hmm. so that's kind of where what i'm going to do inside the building there is change that and then the last thing is the Hyperion Theater. I'm re-theming this and what this is going to be is, you know, and I've heard rumors of this too, but I'm going to make this into like a Doors um, Monsters, Inc. kind of attraction, e-ticket attraction. Because I've heard rumors that people are talking about a, a Doors roller coaster and things yeah, like that.
1: Yeah, that's been rumored for years.
2: Right. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm making it a little bit different. Mine is going to be basically like Star Tours. So you're going to go into a vehicle like, and then this building is going to be themed like Monsters Incorporated, like the, the place where Mike and Sully work in the outside. Mm-hmm. And you'll be entering it at, like, you're going to be taking a tour of the factory mm-hmm. and you're going to be getting into a vehicle. And then when you get into your vehicle, just the same way that you do, you know, on Star Tours, you're going to be you know whisked away you know as start your tour and then you're suddenly you're going to go the wrong direction or something like that you're going to end up on the scare floor and you're going to be able to go through different doors at different times and encounter different characters from the movies and things like that and it's going to be different every time so that's why i wanted to do it like the star tours way because i like the fact that you can experience different things go different go to different doors and see different things so that's my uh hollywood land replacement so to kind of keep going around where old Tower of Terror, now Guardians of the Galaxy mission break out, that's not in my animation part because that's not an animation. So that's out. <laughs> Instead, to kind of go along, I'm keeping Bugs Land because one of the things that I really like about it is it's an area for younger kids to be able to have fun and enjoy the area. And that's why I don't think it should be gone. So Plus, I'm it's the best it.
3: themed area. Sorry to interrupt. It's the oh, best yeah. themed area in DCA. It's so amazing. It is. <laughs> With like, like the boxes that yep. are so huge and all that stuff. It's just incredible. Yeah.
2: Right. It's it's immersive and they, they did it right. So why, yeah. why change it? So I definitely want to keep that. And what I'm going to do instead of where the um, Tower of Terror Guardians of the Galaxy ride is, I'm going to actually add something to Bugs Land and I'm going to add the Bugs Land Circus. So... The show that they have in the movie that they actually put on, I'm going to have that in like a big top area there.
3: Oh, such a good idea.
2: <laughs> with all the Bugs Life characters. And, you know, these are characters that we we all fell in love with when we watched the movie. And just because the movie is older doesn't mean we can't still, you know, enjoy them. So we definitely want to have all of those characters from the movie in this circus. And they're going to do like the same funny show that they do. And, you know, even the, you know, messing up and things like that, it'll just be great. It'll just be just like the movie. And then the one thing that I would do to a bug's land is so the tuck and roll drive them buggies, they're kind of slow. And I would actually just speed them up a little bit. So it's a little bit more enjoyable because when you get on them you're actually when you're writing them you're like wow this is really slow <laughs> so just speed it up so that um you know it's a little bit more enjoyable for everybody and i'm keeping it stuff to be a bug in here because you know it goes along with the theme and and i really We're like pollinators that. <laughs> <laughs> yep so i'm not changing much about a bug's land mm-hmm. other than adding my my circus um i'm not changing anything to cars land Carsland is so you, you want to talk about immersion. This is how it's done and it's done right is in Carsland. When you walk in there you feel like you have entered that movie and I love it. But the one thing I am going to change is the name. I don't want to call it Carsland. I'm going to call it Radiator Springs. That's the name of the town that from the movie. And I think that is a little bit more right. immersive and by it calling it Radiator with- Springs.
1: It ties in with how you call the other area, Monstropolis.
2: Right, exactly. calling
1: it the place that it it is. Right,
2: right. So um, that's why I I wanted to make sure to change. I know there's Radiator Springs Racers, but that's fine. You know, that's just an attraction there, and you can still have the same name. But I love Cars Land. I, I love everything about it. It's just perfect. All right. So now, continuing on. So the next area is kind of a little bit below Cars Land. It's it's called Pacific Wharf right now. And really what it is is just a whole bunch of collections of like eateries, like different types of food that you can get. Mm -hmm. And I am just going to incorporate that into my next area. It's not going to be a separate area like it is now. Okay. Um, But it's still going to be an eating area, but it's going to be the eating area for the next section that I'm going to reimagine. And it's still going to also offer like a whole bunch of different types of food like it does now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So for the right now, it's Pixar Pier. It was Paradise Pier. I am retheming this whole area. And now it's going to be San Francisco from Big Hero 6.
3: Ooh, <laughs> I like this idea.
2: Yes. So now instead of a pier theme around the water, it's a city built by the bay. And what you're going to do is you're going to see all these buildings, tall buildings, even around the um, roller coaster that they have. It's buildings through in front of it, around it. So it's going to kind of cover up the roller coaster for the most part. But what you're going to do is you're going to see the the coaster kind of interspersed. But I'm re-theming that, of course. And it's going to be a Baymax roller coaster. So... What you do is you fly on the back of Baymax just like Hero does in the movie, and he's on the roller coaster. But instead of seeing it, all the tracks and everything like that, it's going to be completely covered and it's just going to look like Baymax is flying through the city. So Mm. that is how I want to change that whole area, but still utilize that roller coaster.
1: I left my (laughs) heart in San Francisco. Yeah.
2: So when, you know, you're looking up at the buildings, you'll be able to see Baymax kind of, you know, intersperse the buildings and things like that. And then the other thing that I want to add to this area is the Fredrickson Mansion, which is, you know, Fred, the fire breathing monster from Big Hero 6. Well, he's not really a monster, but he has a costume.
1: So let me ask you, are you getting rid of all the other things? Are, are you getting rid of the fun wheel and... yeah and um the carousel and yep. you're getting you're getting rid of everything except the roller coaster but the roller coaster is going to be re and covered
2: yes are you yeah.
1: getting rid of midway mania yep send your letters to yeah. <laughs> ruthie crown no, that
2: doesn't fit anymore because all of that area <laughs> under there i'm you know i'm gonna make it like san Francisco. so it's gonna be like stores and restaurants and things like that from the movie
3: well, here's the thing that I like about that because I the one gripe I have with Pixar Pier is that they just took California Screaming and slapped like red and yellow right. on it, and they just kind of there's like a, you know, a, a Bob and like, you know, Elastigirl statue that doesn't even move as you go through it. Like it's it's really kind of lazily done. I almost want to say it's not even really that impressive. I mean, I love the theming of the whole area, but I wouldn't be sad to see it go. Yeah. In, in lieu of what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, I I just feel like because. When you take the pier theme away from it, like, you don't want to see that roller coaster anymore. So that's why I kind of like, feel like this is the best way to do it, to, I don't want to cover it up, but, you know, to kind of hide the track a little bit is to kind of make these building, you know, kind of come up around it and behind it and things like that and cover up some of it. I'm also having the Frederickson Mansion. So, but inside, this is going to be a dark ride attraction, you know, like a trackless ride that just goes through the story of Big Hero 6, how the, um, they kind of all come together as a, a team. Like
1: a dark ride. Yeah. With was a trackless system.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And it just kind of goes through and you meet the different characters and how they kind of become their, their different, um, you know, superhero alter egos, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like I said, like the in the movie, the you know, hero and has an aunt named Aunt Cass, and she runs a Lucky Cat Cafe. You know, that's gonna be on there, and it's just gonna be really, you know, it's just gonna feel like you're in that. You know, there could be like um, bot fights and things like that, just from the movie, but it's just gonna be completely rethemed. So that's the whole pier area, all, all the way over to just to the end of the roller coaster there. And then the next area is paradise gardens park right now but i'm going to change this whole area to to themed and it's going to be south of the border and so what this is going to be is it has themes feelings and ideas from saludos amigos the three caballeros and coco right here in this whole bottom area and it's just going to have like i feel like you know california really has, you know... Oh,
1: wait a minute, wait a minute. What? I just had a, a lightning bolt moment. Four words. araquan bird walk around.
2: <laughs> definitely. Definitely. We can do that.
1: araquan bird walk around character.
2: Yes, we'll have it here. And, you know, I just feel like California... <laughs> California has, you know, a strong, you know... H- Hispanic, Mexican, you know, Latino culture... And I want to honor it in this section, but not just that, because it's also going to be like South America and things like that to honor like Walt Disney's goodwill trips that he took. And, you know, I just kind of want to incorporate all of that into this section and in the background, it's going to be like the mountains and things like that, that were in um, Saludos Amigos. Mm -hmm. So you're going to see that in the background and it's just going to be kind of like that corner of the water right there is kind of, gonna be representing like you know the lake from south america and things like that and it's just gonna be very colorful and relaxing there's gonna be tons of different food food from mexico brazil argentina peru bolivia any any type of different you know south american country they're gonna have all these different types of foods here and there's gonna be tons of meeting meet and greets so it's gonna be like the three caballeros the um el gaucho goofy characters from coco uh, you know all of these different kinds of characters are going to be uh, in this section and you know there's going to be tons of entertainment you know a mariachi band different um, you know like dancers and things like that can be all in this section mm-hmm. I also want to do like a, a Pedro the airplane spinning ride kind of like Dumbo but but it has <laughs> oh, Pedro the airplane
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would be cute <laughs> no I'm,
1: I love it that's yes. why I Reacted because it's a that's a great idea. I love that. Yes.
2: Yeah. And then what I'm gonna do is so kind of off to the edge of this area. There's the Little Mermaid attraction, and I'm gonna change that, and it's gonna be rethemed to tell the story of Coco, because I agree with you, Will. Coco is awesome. Coco needs to be in the theme parks, and yes. this is how I'm gonna. You know bring it's
1: even it- better than Coco. What? Hot
0: Coco. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but not in this attraction, this is going to be just perfect. It's going to tell the story of Coco. It's going to be to honor that movie and to just be this really colorful, awesome, amazing attraction. And, you know, they can still do that in Epcot because that's going to be, you know, that that's a boat ride there. So it'll be different.
1: I don't know how they're going to do a queue in, inside that building, inside the building in Epcot, because.
2: Oh, yeah. I, mean, I know that's true. Right now, it's, <laughs>
1: there's never a long wait for Grand Fiesta Tour, but when they put Coco in, that whole building is going to be a queue.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it will be. I know, they'll have to take the shops out or something like that. I know. Yeah. Well, hopefully it doesn't turn into that, but... Right. right. so one more section. So, Mm -hmm. currently the Grizzly Peak area, Mm -hmm. I'm re-theming this too. Mm -hmm. This is now going to be Polynesian Paradise. And...
1: Let me so, guess. Lilo and Stitch.
2: Yes. Because <laughs> we're so, animation. Here. Yes. So where Redwood Creek Challenge Trail is, we're getting rid of that. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be, we're going to have a um, Lilo and Stitch, the house where Nani and Lilo live. That's going to be there. And a meet and greet's going to be in there. And then Stitch's spaceship is going to be there and you can meet and greet Stitch. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also going to bring Ohana there. So the restaurant that's in the Polynesian Resort right now, I'm gonna to bring to, to this area here. Mm-hmm. And then for my final piece de resistance, the Grizzly River Run is going to be replaced, kind of overlaid, and it's going to be Moana's Voyage. And so it's no mm. longer gonna be a mountain, it's gonna be a volcano. Mm. And it's still gonna be, I know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> We've been talking about this for years. Some kind of Moana thing needs to be in the parks. Yes.
2: So here it is. And actually, I feel like this could actually happen because I don't feel like it's too much of a change. They just need to reshape the mountain into a volcano. It's still going to remain a water raft ride, but instead it's going to be like your Moana going on her journey. You leave the island, you meet up with Maui, you meet Tamatoa, the shiny crab, and you're returning the heart to Te just exactly like the movie but you're still on this raft and you know it kind of goes along with everything that happens in the movie so I feel like that is probably the easiest thing out of my ideas for them to do but I, and I feel like it would really fit there too so that's my uh, overhaul of uh, Disney's California Adventure
1: <laughs> or Disney's animation
3: adventure exactly <laughs> Raja likes it that's I like
2: good.
3: It. <laughs> when do we start turning up dirt? Let's make exactly, this happen.
2: Exactly. Let's go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Are you ready for my ideas?
3: Yes. Yes.
1: All right. So the real reason I was laughing at a couple of points, I didn't want to give anything away, but there were a couple of things that Ruthie came up with that are on my list and I just found (laughs) it to be very humorous, because it was very random the things that we both thought of but we thought again, great minds think alike so basically my concept is that I'm going to double down on the California theme Mm. rather than move away from it, which is what ruthie did rather than embrace it as it currently is Mm -hmm. and just make slight tweaks and improvements which is will's concept what i'm gonna do is double down on the theming towards california and get rid of a lot of the ip stuff some of it will stay but i'm gonna really like move out a lot of that ip stuff that i feel doesn't fit the theming of california tweak things and improve things and add more attractions make the uh, the park have a higher capacity because we have more attractions more people eaters etc etc so i'm gonna start and there might be a couple controversial things that i'm gonna get rid of just like ruthie and I'm, one of the things I'm going to get rid of right at the onset is going to be controversial. <laughs> but stay with me because I have a good replacement for it. All right, so, Buena Vista Street will remain very much like it is right now. But one major change is we are gutting the Carthy Circle and removing the restaurant from inside.
3: No! <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no! I specifically stayed away. Oh, well, it's your thing, but Jesus, really? <laughs> wait till <laughs> you crickets. wait. Just give me, give me a chance. Give me okay, a chance. sorry, go ahead. I
1: have a good replacement for it.
3: I take umbrage, sir.
1: I have a good thing to go in there, and I have another idea that will be a much better replacement for what that is now. So instead of having it be a restaurant, I'm changing it to what it was originally supposed to be. Before they decided to make it a restaurant, the original concept for what was going to go inside the Carthay Circle is the Walt Disney story. So the Carthy Circle is becoming um, the ultimate Walt Disney story, a lot like what you find at the Walt Disney Family Museum, only the Disney version, like the Disney Park version of it, and it's going to be an extensive walkthrough of the whole history of Walt Disney. And this is one of the reasons why I'm, I started to laugh is because at the end of the walkthrough, there will be a multimedia presentation showing a film on the history of Walt Disney. With an audio animatronic of <laughs> Walt Disney. <laughs>
2: See, great minds really do think alike. <laughs> and,
1: and but in addition to him, I'm going to have him have an audio animatronic sidekick, Mickey Mouse.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: he and Mickey Mouse will narrate, kind of standing off in the corner in front of the screen, and sort of he'll have one of those pointers like he did on his television series, and he'll kind of talk about all the different things that are on the screen and he'll narrate it and I am going to do a nationwide search to find the perfect (laughs) sound-alike to Walt Disney because I want to have all original narration Mm, mm -hmm. so that'll be the ending of the show so that's what's going inside Carthy Circle but the lounge the Carthy Circle lounge will stay Mm Mm-hmm. Because that doesn't—that's just a small section of it. So that will stay, and um, what I'm going to have instead of the Carte Circle as a sit-down dining experience is I'm going to build a new restaurant somewhere, wherever it fits in Buena Vista Street, which will be a replica of the Tam O'Shanter, mm. which is a um, restaurant not far from the Disney studio, where the Disney animators would gather and and have a meal and exchange ideas. This is going back into the 1930s and 1940s. Walt Disney, it was one of his favorite places to eat. He had his own special booth, and it's kind of part of the whole Disney legacy and Disney lore. So I will have a version of the Tam O'Shanter in Buena Vista Street, which will replace what once was the Carthay Circle. This will be a very fancy place to eat, but it won't be as swanky. It'll be more kind of homey and cozy and, and much like the Tam O'Shanter is. So that's kind of my um, appeasement for removing <laughs> the Carthay Circle restaurant. So that's basically all I'm going to do with Buena Vista Street. Um, I want to kind of make things more Walt-centered on Buena Vista Street. More about the beginning of the Walt Disney story when he arrived in Hollywood. So that's kind of why I wanted to change those things around a little bit. Anyway, moving on to Hollywood land. We're going to keep this as Hollywood land but I'm going to kind of tweak all the architecture and make it much more authentic to the 1930s, 1940s, like the version in Disney's Hollywood studio in Florida. So a lot more theming, a lot more detail, a lot more historically accurate type architecture so, basically, we're just tweaking everything, making it more authentic and more themed. The Art of Animation will remain, but it will be a new version, improved, have a new film at the end, again, another Ruthie thing telling the history of Disney animation. <laughs> <laughs> and one big thing I want to change is... hyperion theater i want to completely demolish the hyperion theater and rebuild it better get rid of that mural that looks like the sky Mm
0: -hmm. i want
1: everything i don't want any fakeness i want everything to look real and authentic also i'm gonna have it so that there's a lobby area indoors So you don't have to wait outside before you go into the show. They'll have an indoor holding area before the show. And it'll be a lot bigger and fancier and prettier. And it'll be a full structure. It won't just be like one little facade within like a plain building with a painting on it. It'll be a real building. But one thing I want to do is keeping with the theme and keeping with the... Idea that we want to keep everything about California and not IP based. We're going to have a new show inside, which is not based on a Disney film, but it's a review of the golden age of Hollywood.
2: Oh, cool. And
1: it'll have musical numbers based on all the different genres of classic Hollywood films. And it'll have a grand finale which will be a tribute to Walt Disney animated films from the 1930s up to the 1960s. So all the films when Walt Disney was alive. So it'll have from Snow White to The Jungle Book represented in this grand finale montage scene. So we're going to get rid of the Monsters attraction. And this is one of the great minds think alike again we're going to demolish the the facade and rebuild a new structure that looks like a classic hollywood uh movie palace unspecified because the thing is these we don't want to build groman's chinese because the real groman's chinese is a 30 minute car drive from
2: right yeah
1: (laughs) so we're going to have like a an imagined Hollywood movie palace facade and inside will be the great movie ride. Cool. Which is again, <laughs> what will wanted to do, but I'm using the monstropolis attraction as the area where that would be located. I ain't mad
3: about it. <laughs> so
1: I have mentioned this before several times, but I'll reiterate. This'll be it won't be like the original Great Movie Ride. It'll be more like a ride through musical akin to It's a Small World.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There'll be a series of rooms that you go through, and each room will be themed to a specific genre of movies. So there'll be a Western room. There'll be a science fiction room. There'll be a film noir room basically you know they'll be and the grand finale room will be the musical room and it'll have its own original theme song and as you go through the attraction you will hear the song played in all the different genres like it's a small world when you go through asia you hear the song played in with asian type instrumentation and when you go through the latin american room you hear it with a latin american so the same thing will be with this theme song when you go through the film noir room it'll be played in a film noir style when you go through the science fiction room it'll be played in a science fiction style so it'll be this this ongoing theme song that you hear throughout the ride and it'll change as you go through each section of the ride to fit the theme that it's in Uh, uh, again not unlike it's a small world there won't be any narration it'll just be a straight ride through dark ride paying tribute to hollywood and instead of having like big rooms dedicated to just one film it'll be a big room with several smaller vignettes so that a lot more Films will be covered. You'll have instead of having a big area that just represents the Wizard of Oz, you'll have a lot of smaller areas representing a lot more films. So a lot more coverage of all the famous films throughout history. So that's my great movie ride 2.0 idea. And I have mentioned that before, but um that's definitely gonna belong here. So the area where they current where they used to have... And I think they still have dances over there. Where the Mad Tea Party um, events were held. I'm going to build a replica of the Plaza Gardens. Oh, cool. And it's going to have swing dancing again. Brought back to this area. Because it kind of fits the theme of Hollywood. Big bands and all that. So, during the day, we'll have character shows... And visiting like high school bands and things. That type of thing. But at night they'll have swing dancing. I'm also going to add a lot more streetmosphere to the Hollywood section. Not unlike the streetmosphere at Disney's uh, Hollywood studio in Florida. So you'll have like the the autograph hound. The the Hollywood starlet. You know all those characters that you find in Florida will end up in... In the Hollywoodland area. So that's my changes to Hollywoodland. Oh, one other thing for Hollywoodland. Tower of Terror. We're getting rid of the whole Marvel IP. And it's being turned back into (laughs) Tower of Terror. The original concept. However... I knew this
3: was coming, actually.
1: (laughs) However... We're taking out all references to Twilight Zone. It's just going to be a haunted Hollywood hotel with no IP
3: involved. Actually, Chris, it's that, interesting you say that. I don't know if you've heard this, and I'm, I'm not even sure if it's happening anymore, but there was scuttlebutt about two years ago that a new Tower of Terror movie was was in the works with Disney mm-hmm. that was going to basically remove all mentions and all... Associations with the Twilight Zone, and it was just—it's kind of like the movie that came out in what '97 that made for TV movie. Right. It's a guilty pleasure Steve of mine, Goodman. by the way. <laughs> yep. Yep. I I know it's awful, but I love it. I love it so much. Um. But uh, yeah, it's interesting you say that because I I've heard, and I'm not sure. Like I said, if it's going forward anymore. And, I mean, if we don't get our Haunted Mansion movie before this one, I'll be very upset. But um, yeah, that's supposed to be kicking around at Disney right now—a Tower of Terror movie without. The Twilight Zone attached. Right. Back to perfect. you, Chris. So
1: <laughs> Perfect. So, that's all my ideas for Hollywood land. Now, Bugs Land, that currently is. Now, let me mention, first of all, there will be no Marvel or Star Wars in this park Because in my fantasy world, they actually built a third gate. And Marvel and Star Wars is over there in the third gate. Yes, so, I like that. Um, yes. This park a is not... A, that's not even a factor in my park, in my version of California Adventures. So, but we are going to get rid of Bugsland. But instead of having it be Marvel, I'm going to name this area State Fair. Hmm. And this is going to be sort of a homage to... Like a county fair or a state fair type thing from, you know, you know, around the 19 teens, 1900 to 1920s, you know, like a classic uh, all-American state fair. There's going to be a a big tent, which is going to be kind of like an arena tent. And inside is going to be an enormous gift and snack location, which is all going to be themed to being sort of like an uh, uh, exhibit hall at a state fair. But the difference is everything in there is available for purchase. So there's going to be a lot of homemade crafts and quilts and, and, you know, woodcraft and all sorts of types of things you would find at a state fair you know, homemade-type items all available for purchase. And then in the food area, there's going to be homemade pies, pickles, preserves, all those sorts of things that you would find at a state fair available for purchase and for consumption. So you can eat your pickle (laughs) while you're there. (laughs) So... In the surrounding area, I'm going to include a big petting zoo with all sorts of animals to replace what once was Big Thunder Ranch. We're bringing that back to this area. So that's something that will exist again in Disney. And we're also going to have pig races (laughs) in this area. A few times a day, they're going to have pig races. Then there's gonna be a big eating area, which is like a picnic area. It'll be all themed to picnics. There'll be picnic tables with red and white checkered tablecloths, and all the food. There'll be it'll be sort of food court style, but all outdoors, and you can walk up and get different types of food. It'll all be kind of themed to traditional picnic type food. Um, You know, fried chicken, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, you know, apple pie, those you know, all American type you know, things that you would find at a, a, an old-fashioned state fair. And then you go and you eat your food at picnic tables. And there'll be a sort of a staging area where they'll have live music with, like, bluegrass bands and, you know, country music. And then occasionally they'll have square dances where they'll bring in um, local square dance uh Organizations and they'll do square dance calling, and it'll all be sort of a state fair country theme to the whole area. So then, um, there's going to be a meet and greet area with all sorts of characters that sort of fit the whole state fair theme. So you can meet Clarabelle Cow, Horace Horse Collar, the Three Little Pigs, Clarabelle, the Chicken, you know, I mean, not mm-hmm. Clarabelle, Clara Cluck, the Chicken. And then you can meet Woody and Jesse and Bullseye. So basically, this is sort of like I'm bringing back Big Thunder Ranch, but in a more elaborate way and more themed to something California kind of. Because I grew up in California, and one thing I really remember and kind of think of with California is the is this is the fair that used to oh you know there was a fair a big fair every year you know. Mm -hmm. There was the Ventura County Fair. I used to go every year and I don't know. I just think of California It just sort of has a California vibe to it. The area where the um, Heimlich Choo Choo is, is going to be rethemed. It's still going to be a train ride, but it's going to be Walt Disney's miniature train. It'll be a replica of the Lily Bell, which used to be in his backyard and it'll have new scenery and it'll include a replica of Walt Disney's barn, which the train will go through and it'll go through tunnels and things. And it will sort of just be like, it'll be called Walt Disney's miniature train. The area where, uh, it's tough to be a bug theater is located. That's going to become a ride through attraction. I'm going to use that building. And it's going to sort of tie in with the state fair theme, and it's going to become the Tunnel of Love. And it's going (laughs) to be a ride-through boat ride. And all the boats are two-seaters. Only two people per boat. Because it's a Tunnel of Love, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, the boat will be themed, it'll be like a swan boat. And it'll go inside a big, kind of a mountain structure, which is purposely made to look fake like it's like a a state fair type temporary thing um so the mountain will look kind of like off kilter a little bit like it's a fake mountain you know and you'll go inside the the tunnel and i'm gonna stray a little bit from the theming of state fair for this attraction once you get inside because what this is going to be is it's a boat ride showing all the different romantic scenes from classic Disney animated films. Oh, cool. I like that. And this is going to include a series of tableaus set up on both sides of the canal. And as you go through, you'll hear different love songs from Disney movies. And it'll like include the spaghetti scene from Lady and the Tramp. It'll have the So This Is Love Ballroom dance from Cinderella. It'll have Snow White being kissed by the prince. It'll have a scene from Sleeping Beauty. It'll have the lantern scene from Tangled, et cetera, et cetera. All different love themed scenes from Disney animated films over the years. The carnival type rides that are currently in A Bug's Land, will be rethemed to fit more of a state fair motif so they won't be Bugs Land themed like we might have instead of what's currently there we might have like a spinning watermelon ride or you know different things that have to do with state fairs and whatnot so Cars Land is staying But I'm going to add some things. Everything that's currently there is staying and is going to remain unchanged, but I'm adding more to it. So the first thing I'm going to add is the Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater from Walt Disney World. I feel like this belongs in Cars Land. It would be the Mm. perfect addition to this area. And then one other thing I would add is I'm going to put in a brand new Autopia. And... The reason I would want to do that, kind of thinking outside of DCA, is that would allow them to get rid of Autopia in Tomorrowland and use that area for expansion, and Autopia really doesn't have much to do with the future anymore, so I think it would fit much better in Carsland. where you're not trying to say it's the future, you're just trying to say this is about cars. So the car, the new Autopia would would go back to Disneyland's roots. It would it would be set in the year nineteen fifty five, and it would have all of a kind of a mid century aesthetic to it. So that's all I would do with Cars Land. I would add those two things. Where you would fit it, I don't know. I didn't (laughs) think that far ahead, but that's what I would do. But the other three attractions are going to stay and they're going to remain unchanged. All right, Grizzly Peak. This is another reason I laughed at what Ruthie said when she talked about the Pedro airplane spinner like Dumbo with the airplanes. Mm-hmm. First thing I'm going to add is a new spinner with flying World War I-era biplanes. <laughs> A.K.A. the Red Baron era. They, had, uh, they used to have an attraction ee. like this at Knott's Berry Farm. Um, so this will be like Dumbo, but instead of riding in elephants, you would ride in airplanes that look like biplanes. And kind of what I want to do is this will be right in front of Sorin, and I want to kind of like really plus the whole aviation theme in this area. Add a little bit more aviation merchandise aviation themed food selections like really plus the whole aviation thing by and adding that spinner to that area and just really make it whole because i feel like that's part of california too the whole because i mean lockheed is located in in northern california and i feel like that's part of california really so the um Fly Girls, Minnie's Fly Girls, which was a show they had, kind of a live show with stewardesses and Minnie doing, like, songs related to to, uh, flight. We're bringing that back, and that'll be a permanent live show, and it'll also tie into the whole aviation theme in that area. So that's kind of like a sub-land of Grizzly Peak is that little aviation annex, which is part of Grizzly Peak. So then further down the Grizzly River Run will remain the Grizzly River Run, but it's going to be super, super plussed with dozens of lifelike looking audio animatronic animals along the shores, all animals native to California, bears, bobcats, coyotes, all lined along the shores tons of wildlife tons of more theming it'll be sort of like the boat ride version of nature's wonderland so we're sort of Mm. bringing back nature's wonderland in a new format with all sorts of animal scenes all along the shores of this attraction we might even slow down the boat ride a little bit so you can see things a little bit better so you're not rushing through it The area where the nature trail is currently located is going to be removed and a brand new theater is going to be built there and it's going to be the Country Bear Playhouse. And we're bringing back Country Bear Jamboree.
2: Yay, I love it.
1: (laughs) So, moving on to uh, Pacific Wharf, we're going to rename it Fisherman's Wharf and we're going to really plus the old San Francisco theming in this area. We're going to add a lot more theming, make the buildings look a little bit older and really make it look like Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco. The uh, one of the two attractions I want to add to this to this. There's currently no attractions in this area, but there's two attractions that I would add to kind of bring in the whole San Francisco theme to this area one idea that tony baxter had for his uh, never realized discovery bay was a thing called the fireworks factory which was a arcade with a very interactive arcade with lots of explosions and all sorts of different things and it was all kind of set to a san francisco wharf kind of a theme i would bring that special arcade in that tony baxter imagined for for that and then the other thing i thought of is when i went to san francisco when i was about eight years old on fisherman's wharf they had a dark ride that you could buy a ticket for and go and you rode in this little trolley car and you went through and it was it told the story with audio animatronics all kind of character you know caricatures all kind of like funny and and kind of very disney and it it went through and it told the history of san francisco it talked about the san francisco earthquake the 49ers all that sort of stuff and it was just an indoor dark ride and i remember it i was really young but i remember it. it had a it had a theme song and everything i would definitely add that sort of a dark ride to this uh this fisherman's wharf area so you know we're adding attractions adding dark rides giving this park more you know classic disney style attractions you know because i feel that currently it's lacking in that. all right so the little with the area where the little mermaid currently is will take on a new beachside Theme And the the area is actually going to be renamed the beach side. And the Little Mermaid facade will be um, demolished and it will be rebuilt so that it looks like the facade at the Walt Disney World version of the Little Mermaid. Everything in this area will take on sort of a marine theme, ocean side theme, very, you know, the area that's the seating area in this location where for a world of color and world of color we're keeping by the way this this area i'm going to build a stage at the front of it just for daytime so that area you can you can sit in that little area and watch live bands perform but the bands that are going to perform are going to be themed to the whole california beach culture so we'll have like beach boys cover bands kind of like mid-century type you know surfer music type bands playing like the ventures cover band mm-hmm. and stuff like that we'll all perform in, in this little bandstand which is kind of a makeshift bandstand by day and then at night it's the seating area so i just want to kind of like redo the facade of the little mermaid and kind of make this a whole beach themed area so that it has kind of a california thing to it right now little mermaid it's like why what does this have to do with california the tie-in will be that it has to do with the fact that california is all about the beach you know and the little mermaid is a story about the ocean so it all fits together so that's one ip i'm keeping i mean i'm keeping cars land i'm keeping little Mermaid. so i am keeping some ips but i'm being a little bit more you know particular about it so pixar pier will be returned to paradise pier no more pixar getting rid of all that now the (laughs) lamplighter inn or whatever it's called the lamplighter lounge the new restaurant which replaced ariel's grotto we're gonna return it back to ariel's grotto but we're gonna now make it a very fancy sit-down seafood restaurant and it's all gonna you know sort of tie into the beach um the beach themed area where the little mermaid attraction is and it's kind of like it bridges the gap between that and paradise pier so the carousel will remain, but it's gonna be stripped of all its odd theming and turn into a classic Seaside Amusement Park carousel from the turn of the century. So everything is gonna really be tied into this whole boardwalk seaside amusement park theme. And everything's gonna have be set in the you know the year nineteen twenty-ish, you know, nineteen twenties era. So California Screaming will be brought back. No more Incredibles theming. And we're getting rid of those stupid scream tunnels. And we're (laughs) going to make it look like a real roller coaster from the turn of the century. It's going to be a real, you know, even though it is steel, it's going to look like a real wooden coaster. And we're going to really plus that theming. The Midway Games area will be restored to what it was before they added the Pixar stuff in. We're gonna keep the Midway Mania attraction, but we're gonna change the facade so that it looks like Midway Mania at Tokyo Disney Sea. And if you've ever seen pictures of that, it's gorgeous. It's just absolutely beautiful. The, um, parachute jellyfish attraction will be removed. And instead, it's going to be a brand new parachute jump like the one that used to be at Knott's Berry Farm. It'll be much higher, and it'll have traditional-looking red-and-white checkered parachutes. It won't be themed to jellyfish or anything silly like that. <laughs> Again, we're sticking with the real, authentic amusement park theme. I mean, if you're going to do that, go all the way with it, right? Um yeah. We're going to add an elevating, rotating sky tower where you get inside a round elevated structure that goes all the way up the pole where the, where the parachute jump is. And you can go all the way to the top and get a view of all of the Disneyland Resort and all of Anaheim up in this huge sky tower up high above. They also used to have that with the parachute jump at Knott's Berry Farm. Um, but they got rid of that too because people got stuck in it once for hours so they closed it and never brought it back but the Disney version will be much safer (laughs) (laughs) the Golden Zephyr and the um, Silly Symphony Swings will not be changed I feel like they fit the theme as they are already and in addition to that we're going to add a lot more amusement park type rides to fill in that area and give it much more of a real, like, there's only like a few attractions here, but in a real seaside park, there'd be like those amusement park little rides everywhere. Spinners and tilt-a-whirls and so we're going to add a lot more of those to the area, you know. You know, the, the thing where it spins you all around and you're pressed up against the wall, you know, just for different... <laughs> <laughs> different carnival type rides and again this will increase the capacity of the park by adding more attractions mhm so we're also going to add the bumper cars because we're getting rid of the, one, the version in, in a bug's land so we're going to put in a, in a real bumper car attraction that's not you know the tamed down version a real bumper car type attraction alright we're almost done the area where Goofy's Fly School is located that's not going to be a roller coaster anymore. We're going to gut that and we're going to add in a the ultimate fun house. It'll be the Disney ultimate style fun house. And in the fun house it'll include all the traditional things like the the crazy stairs and spinning platforms and all you know all the things you find and but it'll just be all plussed and and elaborate and disneyfied there'll also be a maze of mirrors and then as you're exiting the fun house you enter into a big room known as the museum of the weird cool and this will be based on raleigh crump's original concept for the museum of the weird which uh included oddities from around the world on display which was an idea he had for the Haunted Mansion, which never came to fruition. So finally, we're getting the Museum of the Weird. Now, in the area that is between the uh, Little Mermaid building and Goofy's Flight School, we're going to put in a big Victorian mansion known as Mystic Manor. This will be a duplicate of the attraction in Hong Kong Disneyland because the reason I thought this was a good fit for this park is because that the building they used for the Hong Kong Disneyland attraction is actually based on a real Victorian mansion located in Northern California. So I feel like this would fit perfectly in California Adventure, and it would give them an excuse to bring that attraction to the States by fitting it in here. So that is my California Adventure.
3: Wow, Chris Linden style. I like it. Yeah. Uh, It's a lot to unpack. It is. (laughs) But I I like it.
2: (laughs) I like that you doubled down on the California theme, because it's like, if you're going to do it, do it right. And your park is exactly what they should have done originally.
1: I know.
3: Exactly. I don't like your Carthay Circle idea, (laughs) but I do like what you're replacing it with. I will say that. Uh, I love Carthay Circle. Well,
1: I just feel like it's a theater with a restaurant in it. It doesn't make sense. So I love it. I don't know. A, I, I feel like it's it's bizarre.
3: Isn't the uh, Golden Horseshoe a theater with a restaurant in
1: it? Well, it was never really a restaurant. It was a live show. Right, true. And they just served food and drinks during the show. So, I mean, it's... it's which it's, makes it a restaurant. Well, it's a saloon. <laughs> it's an Old West saloon, which...
3: Splitting hairs here. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> what
1: it really was back in the Western. It's, you're, we're comparing apples and oranges. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thoughts, opinions, things you would want to change about my ideas?
3: Yes, Carthay Circle needs to stay.
1: Besides that, <laughs> what else? Anything else?
3: No, I love the, uh, I mean, any chance we get to get the Museum of the Weird proper somewhere, I'm super on board for that, obviously. Um, I liked it. I, I loved both of your both of your Hollywood Hollywood studios. I <laughs> both of your DCA. I'm sorry. I always, I always associate DCA as like the West Coast Hollywood studios. Um, I guess much in the same way people from California used to think Epcot was a park inside a giant golf ball. What I've heard so, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I've, I've heard that from friends who were like, Yeah, when I was growing up, I thought uh, Epcot was inside Spaceship Earth, <laughs> like everybody <laughs> thought it existed inside there. Um, yeah, so I've always, you know, and, and like I said, my limited time in the park, I I, uh, I was just walking down Hollywood land and going, You know, they're doing Hollywood studios better than Hollywood studios is, <laughs> you know, it just feels, feels more elaborate. But no, I, um, yeah, I love both of your both of your park ideas. Uh, Mine was very lame in comparison. I just love DCA. I I guess it's because it's on the other side of the continent and and I uh, haven't experienced it much. I especially haven't experienced it as it stands today. So there's a little bit of an allure there, much the same way Disneyland is alluring to me in in many ways because I haven't experienced that park. So yeah, I, I, I like the layout of the place as it stands today, but I really liked your ideas. So like to see those parks as well ruthie yeah
2: i think i think actually all of us had like really great ideas of how to improve the park because i mean as the park is today it it's not a cohesive complete park it definitely feels like something needs to be done to it not just the pixar pier because the pixar pier is you know something that they did temporarily so you know we need some something that they're gonna build that's permanent mm. and so definitely everything that we suggested is, is definitely stuff that they need to be hearing and taking into consideration Chris I really liked your like little your Walt Disney mini train idea I love that so much because that's just perfectly a perfect way to bring Walt into the park along with your similar idea to mine with your um, Walt Disney movie and audio Isn't animatronic. Wasn't that funny? We
1: thought of the same I know. thing. <laughs> and the plane thing, too. I know, that is I true. I mean, just randomly <laughs> we thought of it.
2: Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, definitely something has to be done with this park. I mean, they, definitely, they, they fixed up some areas that are good. Cars Land, really good. Buena Vista Street, really good. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it is just not... It doesn't flow.
1: Well, I feel like they were moving in the right direction and then they veered away from it, you know? Yeah,
2: they stopped, yeah.
1: Well, I look at it this way. You know, Raleigh Crump uh, often described Disneyland as a salad with a bunch of different ingredients that kind of all go together and make the perfect salad. Mm -hmm. But to me, Disney California Adventure is a potluck.
2: Yeah.
3: Just
1: bring whatever you have made,
3: throw it together. <laughs> I like that. I like that analogy. <laughs> yeah, everybody. But it, but it shouldn't be like that, right? Should I like I do? I agree with Ruthie, and I agree with you. Like there should be a, especially considering there's only two gates there. Mm-hmm. You know, there should be, you know, I think more consistent theming. I think I think in a lot of ways they've nailed it though with Cars Land. I mean, I think that certainly played up or plus the original kind of vision of the park, that California yeah. Route 66 Absolutely. kind of thing. And, and you know, Grizzly Peak is amazing and, you know, Hollywood Land's great. And, yeah, I mean, I'm, I I I think they're definitely... Buena Vista Street, by the way, is also something I don't think we've mentioned really too much. It, it's gorgeous, yeah. you know? I mean, I've, I've only seen it... I, when did they open that? 2012 yeah. is when they opened Buena Vista Street? So it's, you know... I think they're still they're still holding that candle, but, you know, I look at it, and then I look at Hollywood Studios, which I was just at, and I'm like, well, why can't we do that over here, <laughs> you know, because it just seems like that, the entire concept of what that park was supposed to be has been falling apart for years, and they've doubled down on tearing it apart and making something new out of it, so, I don't know, I just kind of look at DCA as, like, Hollywood Studios done right, in a way, mm-hmm. in, a, in a way that hasn't been done here, you know, in, in 20-something years, so...
2: Yeah. It's kinda of funny that they modeled the remodel after Hollywood Studios though. Like Yeah, like exactly. Well, it's like they got it right. Yeah.
3: You know, they're like, Well, we messed this up over on the East Coast, so let's fix that over here on the West Coast. Yeah. And it, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird walking through Hollywood Studios now. Yeah. Because it's just it's like, well, what's the identity? Right. <laughs> I feel mean, like once Great Movie Ride closed, it's like, well, I mean you still have you still have the old Hollywood theming at the front of the park, but then as you get further back, it's like, well What is this? Like, Toy Story Land's cool. I mean, I can't wait to see that. But it's just, yeah. The identity is completely broken apart. And I feel like DCA's identity is much more firmly intact and much more cohesive, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's why I didn't change much because I really love that part.
2: Yeah. Well, when they start adding Marvel in, it's gonna start changing things.
3: Oh yeah, for sure. So,
2: not that I'm against Marvel in a theme park, but again, I really like Chris's idea third gate yeah. with Star Wars
3: and Marvel only where would you put that third I don't know <laughs> is, there room, is there room back there I mean I don't they know have you have could buy up the-
1: that is uh, just a little bit away from the park all you have to do is extend the monorail and, you yeah. know there you go but the last thing I want to say is something that a friend of mine mentioned when I told him we were going to be recording this episode and this is the perfect plan B for California Adventure. Demolish everything and put in a parking lot.
3: <laughs> wow.
2: You mean go back in time to what it used to be?
3: Right. <laughs> I don't like this idea. No, I don't like that idea either. <laughs> I don't like it at all.
2: Oh, no. all right, we still We still enjoy what we do have there.
3: I'm so stoked to go there. I mean, like, I'm I'm as excited to go to DCA. This may make some eyes roll, but I'm as excited to go and experience 2018 DCA as I am to go and experience Disneyland for the first time. Just because of the, just just really because of of my beloved MGM becoming what it's become. You know, just I feel like that's the only place I can go to on Disney property now. DCA that is anything like what I've always hoped. Hollywood Studios would become, or once used to be. I mean, it's just—I—I I, I really mourn the loss of that park, and I—I and I always will because I don't think we're ever going to get it back. And I think I really feel like DCA is the next best thing to what we used to have in Hollywood Studios in the, you know, early '90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Well, I heard yeah. a rumor
1: that I'm starting right now <laughs> <laughs> that the new name for Disney's Hollywood Studios is going to be. Disney's 20th Century Fox
0: Studios.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, there was a rumor, and I actually liked it when when I heard this. I think I heard this in, like, 2015. It was around D23 in 2015. But it was that the new name for uh, Hollywood Studios was going to be Disney's Florida Adventure. Or Floridian Adventure. And I was like, okay, that would make sense, you know, if they're going to sort of make it the sister park to DCA. But, I don't uh, know nope. if
1: walking down Hollywood Boulevard has anything to do with it. Doesn't, right, but right. It, you know,
2: which is why I took California out of the name of my park. Maybe
1: maybe change <laughs> change uh, Hollywood Boulevard to Miami Beach Boulevard.
0: Yeah. Oh please, no, no,
3: no, 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 no. We we have quite enough Miami in Florida as is, and that's all I'll say on the matter. Well, I am just not a paint fan. everything I am not a pink and turquoise and voila. No, no, no. put flamingos all no, over no. the no. place, right? No. I'm sitting 50 miles north of Miami. I don't need any more Miami <laughs> in my life, especially when I go to Walt Disney World. No offense to those from the 305 who love Miami, but no thanks. We've you. got quite enough as, <laughs> as it is.
1: Well, I hope everybody enjoyed episode 102 of the Jiminy Crickets podcast. Thanks for joining us again, Will. And where can everybody find you on the web?
3: Oh, well, it's been a pleasure. I, you know, I love this show. And uh, like I said in the 100th episode, I, I do hope to be on much more than I have been lately because I love podcasting with you too. Darn it. Um, if you want to find me on the internets, uh, I am the senior producer and host of sideshowsoundtheater.com. We are a uh, production house, a composing duo, and a podcast network, and we just do lots of crazy shenanigans. We actually have a new Disney show. Can I plug that on here, or is that uh... oh plug away? Okay. Well, it's going to be like a sister show to this and Malice Music and everything else. But Todd Haran and myself have uh, been developing for about three weeks and are going to soon be launching the newest show on the Sideshow Sound Theater Podcast Network. And that's going to be called The Main Street Monologue. And uh, it's basically going to be a Disney topic show. Kind of like this one, but different. And uh, yeah, it'll be... Mostly uh, uh, every two weeks kind of thing. Of course, Chris will be on that show at some point. Uh, Ruthie, of course, we have to get Ruthie on Sideshow at some point. Like it's, way, <laughs> it's well overdue to have you on, on any podcast that we do over there. But uh, that's definitely, I, I think I'm thinking, going to happen on uh, the mainstream Monologue at some point And as well as on, on Mouse Music as well. So you can find me there. If you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, I am at Will underscore Dodson one. I don't really tweet much these days. Star Wars fans are kind of, and that's mostly what I would be tweeting about anyway. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, I think I'm will Dodson one or something like that. And it's just pictures of my cat. So yeah, that's me. And Raja. And Raja. (laughs) Well, the cat, he's the aforementioned cat I was talking about.
1: And Ruthie, where can everybody find you and Jiminy Crickets on the web?
2: You can find all of our past shows on our website at jcricketpodcast.com. Dot blogspot.com You can also listen to us on iTunes at Jiminy Crickets, that's with an exclamation point, and be sure to leave us a five star review. You can also email Chris or me your comments or questions at DisneyChris.com at gmail.com. And remember, the dot com in DisneyChris.com is spelled out D O T C O M. Join our Facebook page, Jiminy Crickets Podcast. You can interact with us there. And I'm on Facebook, I'm Ruthie Brown.
1: You can find me on Twitter at DisneyChris73. And on Facebook, I am Chris Linden. That's Lyndon, that's L Y N D O N as in Lyndon Johnson. You can also find my website at DisneyChris.com, home of the Disneyland Magical Audio Tour. And I have a YouTube channel which is also disneychris.com spelled out d-o-t-c-o-m on there we post past episodes of this podcast and i do a bi-weekly vlog update of the new additions to the disneyland magical audio tour in addition on the same aforementioned youtube channel we have a brand new sister show to jiminy crickets called Jiminy Crickets Live. This is a live stream that Ruthie and I will be hosting every other Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. We launched our first show on September 12th, and you can go to my YouTube channel and watch that episode if you missed it live. Our next episode will air live on DisneyChris.com on YouTube at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, September 26th. And we will have the latest in Disney news, live commentary, Disney history, Disney trivia, movie reviews, and as always, we will have interactive live chat. So be sure to join us live. That's September 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, at YouTube.com/user/DisneyChrisDotCom. If you are not subscribed to my YouTube channel, be sure and do so to receive notifications when we will be going live. And Will, do you have any final words for tonight?
3: Well, as my friend Jiminy Cricket once said, take the straight and narrow path, and if you start to slide, give a little whistle. And Ruthie,
2: do you have any final words for today? I always love imaginary with you guys. Thanks for listening.
1: And always let your conscience be your guide.
0: your heart is in your dreams.